Welcome to Spouse Tales Podcast. You really can't make this stuff up. Bringing you truth, solutions, and innovative ideas to some of the most controversial and overlooked questions inside the practice and out. Hello to our creator and co-host, Joanne Majors, CSP, published author, certified speaking professional, joined by her co-host, Kathy Signo. Hello, I'm Joanne Majors. Welcome to another episode of Spouse Tales. Hello, and I'm Kathy Signo. And one thing we know for sure, Joanne, is... You can't make this stuff up. Cannot make it up. We cannot make it up. We we live, eat, sleep, and breathe this stuff. And it's like sometimes I wish I could make it up. If I made it up, it would be better. <laughs> you know, my stories are like, you know, what when we talk a couple of weeks about the plumbing busting and me getting behind the refrigerator and I, I, uh, before it was over with, I flooded three rooms and I was out there and I am a plumber and I have no plumber's crack. And I mean, like, really, you can't make that stuff up. I would wish we could make up some really great stories. But anyway, so I'm excited today. We're with our friend and colleague, Brandy Hooker Evans. And Brandy, how are you? Hi, so great. How are you girls? Doing well, doing well. Brandy has her own business, um, Stellar Outcomes. And basically, I'll let her talk about it in a few minutes. But she does what's the cross between um, culture that's kind of driven by um, a really amazing hygiene department. And she'll talk about that in a little bit. Her husband, Dr. Aaron Evans, um, practices it. Now, I'm going to say this. Is it Pocatello, Idaho? Yeah. It? Got it. Got it. Nailed it. Club. I am in the club now. So anyway, we have known Brandy about a year and we're excited to have you on. We've been talking about it. And so we have been in a post-COVID climate talking to... Um, people who do what we do. And we said it just before we got on the call, Brandy, we were talking about like our roles, you know, you are a hygienist by trade, but your role is um, hygiene books, chief bottle washer. I do the laundry. Oh, Kathy does the laundry. I do. I take out the trash. I mean, tomorrow I literally, they had a chance to add um, a, a cosmetic case and it's 10 units. And we were talking to the person, the person's coming from, you know, three hours away. Uh, her, this lady's daughter used to be Chuck's assistant. And so we were all going like, where are we going to put it? It's a long appointment. And I said, let's do it tomorrow. And Chuck was like, it's your birthday weekend. We don't want to do it tomorrow. I said, no, 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 we want to do it tomorrow. And so the main assistant said, well, there's so much cleaning on Friday. I said, I'm in. So I'm cleaning tomorrow, right? I mean, that's what we do. It's just part of being a team member, you know, Kathy and I talk about it all the time. It's like we have day wives, you know, we have people who stand in the gap when we're not there, probably like you do, Brandy, great team members who really, really help the practice rock. But one of the things that's happened in COVID is, and Kathy and I have been talking about it a lot, and we've been, we've had guests talking about it, is like, I'm interested to know from you, what is something you learned about yourself, or you learned about you and your spouse, or you learned about the team during the time of COVID, you know, as far as when you were out of, when you guys were out of the office, what did you, what's something that you learned that you'd share? I learned a couple of really big lessons and also had a couple that were really solidified. So the first thing that I want to share is that when things are scary, when it seems like freaking out is totally reasonable, <laughs> Like it's, it's time to freak out, right? The plug has been pulled. It, we, we are warranted to freak out. Doesn't help <laughs> ever, <laughs> ever, 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 ever. I don't care what this life has brought me from the sunshiniest days to the worst gutter that I've ever experienced, including coronavirus, panic, madness, mayhem, and pandelirium. Freaking out doesn't ever help. So 
what we, our role, my husband and I together realized early on that our job was to be to drive this ship with calm and evidence-based. You know, there's a lot of things circulating around that people are really quick to believe and get on and it, it does this, it does that, it does, you know, and then you're, you're talking so fast and, and your mind is racing and the panic just, it just overwhelms you and then everything falls to crap. But if you take a step back, look at the situation and say, I don't have control over this, but I have control over this. And when we have 15 families that depend on us yep. to run our business, we have 3,000 active patients that we see. I mean, people need to be able to look around and gain a little peace and poise. Yeah. And I really believe it doesn't matter what the plan is. You just have to have one and then be willing to change it as you go. And I think that that lesson is not dental specific. That, that's life. Whoa, take a deep breath and let's, let's control what we can control and make decisions that benefit everybody with what we, what we can do right now. And everything else will work out, but you got to calm down <laughs> yeah. to start. Take a breath, right? Kathy, it sounds like some of the stuff that you and I have been talking about on the last, when we started, we, we really only started back our episodes a couple of weeks ago because we just decided that, you know, we, we had work to do. And one thing about this podcast is the thing that we committed to early on is number one, we weren't going to have them so long that people um, felt like it was a chore to listen. Right. We wanted to make them compact, kind of like a TED talk where they could get some, some nugget they could walk out with. And we didn't want to do it every week because we knew people like us aren't going to listen to something every week. I mean, we don't, if we don't have time to do it, why were we going to ask and expect somebody else to do it? So we made some commitments early on. And when pandemic came, we knew, it's funny that you say the thing about calm, we knew we needed to focus our efforts on making sure that our patients knew that we were coming back and we were good, making sure we stayed connected to our team. Kathy, you and I have talked about this so much, right? Yes, um, you know, what you said resonated with, with me because at the beginning of this pandemic, I said to myself, what is the narrative that I'm gonna write for myself right now so that in a year from now when I look back, it's an empowering narrative. And one of the things I did was I joined an emotional intelligence reboot class. It was six weeks long. And I did that and, and I, like you, I feel like I was the one that had to maintain the optimism in the practice to let everyone know we were okay, that we were going to, we we're coming back stronger than ever. We kept our Zoom happy hours once a week. We had a um, stream of text messages that we would send pictures back and forth and stuff. So, so I agree with you 100% that you have to be the one that lets everybody know it's going to be okay. Yeah. You know, I, I got to read this to you guys. I'm sorry for looking distracted, but when you said that, I thought, I got to read this. And I haven't read this on one of ours. Kathy, I haven't even shared this with you yet, but I have to. Brandy, you'll love it. It says, what if 2020 isn't canceled? What if 2020 is the year we've been actually waiting for? A year so uncomfortable, so painful, so scary, so raw, that it finally forces us to grow. A year that screams so loud, finally awakening, awakening us from an ignorant slumber. A year we finally accept the need for change, declare the change, work for change, become change. A year we finally band together instead of pushing each other apart. 2020 isn't canceled. 
but rather it's the most important year of them all. You guys, I'm telling you that takes, when my friend sent that to me, he said, Joanne Majors, this is you. Because like a lot of things have gone on, Brandy, we're not gonna go that, but, but I mean, that's so true, right? I mean, this is, it's how you look at it. It's how you frame it. And I'm the queen of reframing stuff, but it's like, there were days that I'd call Kathy and I'm like, okay, help me. How am I going to reframe this? Right. <laughs> you know, it's really crazy. It is really crazy. And when we show up for each other with kindness and compassion and calm, I mean, I don't care what you believe in there. There isn't a uh, religion or emotional, spiritual practice that doesn't teach us. Life has hard parts, period. Yes. Always yeah. there. That Guaranteed. is not, that, that's a concept. Guaranteed. Yeah. yeah. So when those hard days come up, that's when you get to work. You roll up your sleeves and you know, and you say, this is hard, but I'm here and I'm going to work my guts out and I'm going to take a minute. And if I've got to cry or panic or freak out, great, go for that. Take a minute, but whoa, like don't address it that way. You know, know that you need that capacity to grieve or panic, but that's the, that's the 30 minutes out of your 24 hour day. The rest, the 23, 30 is okay. What do I have control over? Who needs me? Who can I be kind to? Who's having a minute that I can show up and say, hey, Joanne, Kathy, do you want to sit for a minute? I, I what do you need? Do you want to look at PPE with me? Like, what, what can we do? No. To <laughs> I know, I don't either. I want to look at wine it. bottles or let's look at bourbons or something. No, I'm kidding. But I mean, really. I'm not. That's what I want to look at. <laughs> it's true. It is true. And I think that's the thing. Kathy and I have had so much fun. Um, coming back and just talking to people like you who have a unique view of, you know, what's something you learned about yourself. And then, you know, Kathy's got a question she's going to ask you, but it's like, we're loving to find what helped, what have helped other people. You know I mean? What's been that thing? Yeah. And Brandy, what I want to know is for you now that you've reflected and you've looked back at that, what is something that you've learned that you're going to move forward with into the next six months of the year? So for the next six months, I am going to really make sure that in every relationship that I have, whether it's a mom, a wife, a coach, a dental professional, a dental hygienist, I'm going to greet each opportunity to give a little more space and a little more compassion for whatever people might be going through. I'm a, I'm a steamroller. And so when this all started happening, I was like, oh, no, 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 no. We don't have time for this. And I would catch myself like almost arguing with people's fear, which is totally irrational with facts, which I believe we have to do like address the things with the facts and the evidence base. That's that science in you. Yes. That's science in me. I can't help it. But I'm going to hold more space because what I've learned in this whole mess is that people are drinking and eating and watching fear and it's, and it's filling up their body. And I absolutely have to be more compassionate and allow space for that. And I think that whether I'm a professional or a mom or a wife, God, that's going to help me, isn't it? allowing a little more space for whatever yeah. other people might be going through instead of steamrolling it. Nope, that's not true. We're moving on. Okay, get on the board. We're going. Right? No. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. So greeting the 
pandemic or whatever emergency is happening with grace and poise, but then also transferring that to the personal and professional relationships that I have will be my number one everyday focus on it goal for the next six months. Very cool. Yeah. What is, um, what's one thing that you've used or done? A product, a service, a, a technology, uh, something that has made it better. I'm going to call it a best practice post-COVID, for lack of a better term. What, yeah. What's something, because Kathy and I have talked about this, and, and we have a couple of things that we really feel like made things better for us. Yeah. What is something that um, has helped you guys? So in our group text, gratitude has been shooting each other thanks back and forth and comedy, making sure that with our team as a, as a professional team that we're addressing people's personal needs for being grateful for what we do have and yeah. also adding a little comedy, a little levity to help everyone move to the next thing. And personally, I, I start every day with a gratitude journal, a little prayer meditation. Um, yeah. And that it's, it's game changing because if you show up with a purpose, you get results. Yeah. And so, you know, Joanne, she, that made me think of what Mike Buckner was talking about, um, the research that he had seen about how much people, more people are using their cell phones now than ever before. Yes. And when you talk about the text messaging and everything, I think that's something that during this time, I don't think we could have lived without because yeah. that's, that was our line. Can you imagine? I mean, I think about that. I, I think about, um, it was really weird, you know, you know me, I'm, I'm an, a Dateline fan and it drives Chuck crazy, but it's like we were watching a Dateline the other day and it had come, it was like, I don't know, 25 or 30 years ago, this young lady was murdered. And so they were talking about what had happened. And so there have been some other murder. Anyway, they connected them to a murder, but that when, when I was, we were watching it, they were talking about like, and we, she never called us and, and like the phone never rang. It showed the phone on the wall. And so I was thinking like, wow, that's really dating us, right? Yeah, I mean, right. because, you know, I can't imagine how my parents felt when, Kathy, I mean, you and I are that generation, when we yeah. left with a bunch of people and said, we'll be home or we'll call. And like, there was no way they could look at my dot. They, I mean, I think about JC coming and staying with us, you know, for almost two months during pandemic. And when he went back home to Salt Lake City, I mean, I'm watching his dot as he's driving all the way home. And, you know, like if he was still very long, I'd be, and it's like, it's, it's such a difference, isn't it? Technology. So, I mean, it's, it's the same thing. It's that technology that has changed. Being able to uh, connect with our team, you know, with Zoom, I mean, with Zoom or even with, you know, like FaceTime or Google Hangouts or whatever, but in staying connected to the patients. I think that connection I've said, and I've written about it the last, probably since I started working with Dr. Packard, you know, a couple of years ago, mm -hmm. I've written about, we're in a connection economy. We're in an economy that requires connection. So when the whole COVID thing happened, I kept thinking, okay, so what is this? And so I kept saying, we're in a COVID economy where connection looks different, right? We, we have to be much more intentional. That's why I think that I've had such a spike in my business and Kathy, you and I have discussed this, but you know, Brandy, my thing is reframing things and the words that we say about things. It's like my business has taken a spike because everybody wants to know how can we say this to get this result. So it's interesting to me, even the storytelling workshops that we're doing, or, you know, because everybody has a story, but they have never had to use their story 
to get a result. And now more and more, when you're not in front of an, a big audience, you better be, you better have a good story. You better be good in front of this little window, right? Because it's so different. I think that connection is huge. Absolutely. And so much of our communication is body language. And so when you only have this yeah. small piece, you, re you really do have to utilize all of it. I, the other thing that's been really helpful outside of technology, you talked about the old phone. Do you guys remember when like, just because notes were popular? Yes. We, we mailed like hand wrote, thank you, or we love you cards to many, many of our patients personally, like especially as we were coming up with a project, I, I think about someone who might be home alone. Think yeah. about someone that might really just need a human to reach out. And who does not want to get to the mailbox and find an actual yeah. real live? I mean, you hold the paper and you can feel the love. Yeah. So we, both the technology. Every new patient, we have a follow-up yeah. new patient card. We have a little yes. legend of how we how it's done. You know, from Chuck and I and. It's, it's really a lot of fun. Well, I, um, I hate to say it, we are actually on our time and I'm it's hard because we love this, right? So yeah. Brandy, I have a question for you before we close. Will you come back? Absolutely. I'm so glad to see you and I can't wait to squeeze you in real life. A lot of really great things to share. Kath, what would you share before we leave? You know, I think what she just said, can't wait to squeeze you in real life. As Joanne said, now more than ever, we have to try to connect with our words and to make sure that, like you said, find that person that maybe just needs a phone call today or that handwritten note, and you never know what a big difference that could make in somebody's life. Yeah, 85% is body language. You better look interested. Yeah. Mean, it makes such a difference. Yes. So, Brandy, what would you share before we close? I would just say hold space for purpose and compassion. Make sure that when you start your day, when I start my day, I, I wake up with, what am I doing here? And then hold, hold space for that love and compassion for what other people might be going through because you just never know. That's so true. That's so true. It's been great to be with you ladies. And I really, really enjoyed it. Yes. Likewise. Likewise. Thank you so much. And we'll yeah. get together soon. Yes. I always used to close by saying, see you on the road. Now everything I write says, see you on the road or on the web. So we'll see you soon. <laughs> Thanks for joining us for this episode of Spouse Tales. We ask you to consider our podcast sponsors when you need solutions. And we look forward to seeing you on the road. Signing off live from Aggieland, this is Mel on Air.